Hello. Hey, it's Keith. Oh, howdy. Hi, you can hear me okay? Yes, I can. Cool, I found uh, a payphone at, uh, it's at this really busy mall in Scarborough, Scarborough Town Center, and uh, <laughs> it's just really busy. There's all these security guards and shit here all the time. I just wonder how long <laughs> until somebody's like, all right, buddy, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you? Why are you? As usual, but who knows, maybe nothing. So how far is it from where your your Airbnb place is? Pretty close, and uh, I, I finally, because I'm so far out in the middle of nowhere, um, like, I kind of liked this neighborhood. This was the one I was at last year that's by the zoo, but I was only here for, like, a month, and it was, you know, new. I'd never been out here. So coming back out here, I was like, oh, I kind of like that neighborhood. That'll be okay. But I just started losing my mind immediately. I'm like, I got to get out of here. So, uh... So I finally bought a transit pass, like the monthly pass. It's so expensive here. It's, I think it's up to about $90 in Vancouver. It's, you know, like $80 in Montreal and it's $150 here. I don't know why. It's wow. So much more expensive, but, uh, but I figured out that if I use it at least twice a day, it's, you know, does come out to cheaper. And, uh, and it's actually been kind of fun because I've never had that like unlimited transit pass in Toronto before, obviously, because it's so expensive. And it really does kind of open the place up because, uh, you know, normally, like I would always have in the back of my mind, like even if I just put money on my transit card, like, you know, I wouldn't like stop somewhere for an hour and get back on later because it's like three dollars for every ride you know like i just would never explore that way because it would be too expensive but once you've already bit the bullet and spent the 150 now it's like the more i use it the better so it's like fun i'm just like hopping off go look at this neighborhood hop back on like i end up using the train like i don't know six or seven times a day sometimes so uh so it's kind of cool it's a nice little thing and uh and this airbnb is so cheap that i think even tacking the 150 on it's still a pretty good deal and i get to you know have a transit pass oh good so yeah this place it's pretty close but yeah now that i got that pass it's like hey whatever i can just kind of go wherever yeah so i've cut down on your walk and probably easier on your feet yeah yeah it's still it's mostly it's so weird that it's mostly my shoulder still just from my my dumb spine being curved or whatever it's like if i walk too much it makes my shoulder hurt for some reason but so uh i did have one little thing i was thinking about is um so yeah the, the, this airbnb i told you a bit on email but just the reason it's so cheap was because the guy if i had read it really carefully really read the fine print he does explain what the place is but it's definitely set up to be a little uh not disingenuous but the guy basically he runs a bunch of properties and uh well i'll just tell you what it is it's that it's this apartment this little condo that's like a really nice building a really nice condo uh, but it's it's like 10 people in this one place so when you first go in there's like a living room and a kitchen and there's like a divider up so that the living room side has like a bed of the guy who kind of runs the place, who runs this property, and a bunk bed down there. And then upstairs, there's a bedroom with three beds. And then my bedroom has four beds. Like it has my bed, a divider, a bed, a divider, and a bunk bed. <laughs> so oh. there's so many people He's in this into thing. this big time, man. Yeah, it's, and that's where, and then I always check the reviews too, and there were no reviews for this one because it was a new, you know, a new thing. But uh, after I started, something about it sort of after I had already booked the place, I like took a second look and something about it I was like, tipped me off a little. I was sort of, like, like he took the picture, you know, so you can only see the corner of the room where my bed is. So it just looks like a bed in the room where you don't see that right next to it is another bed. Like, you know, it's like a submarine or something, army barracks. And, uh, 
but then you can you can look for other reviews from the same guy and he's got a bunch you know like a guy runs shit tons of properties and not even necessarily all properties but like each one of those 10 things would be its own listing right so that's like 10 things and, and he's got like 90 of them so i started reading those reviews and that's where it was way more clear where the reviews were all like you know this it's a the places are nice the guys are nice the people are nice like it's there's nothing wrong with it it's misrepresented that's the word i couldn't think of <laughs> it's like okay. this guy is definitely misrepresenting what it's really like because you are going to be on top of somebody else like you it's all going to be so close and if that's what you want that's fine but you should just know that this guy you know he's trying to make it look like it's not that way which i think is funny because like it's actually been kind of cool it's all right like the guy who runs the place uh this particular little place he's not the overall landlord but he's uh from india i blabbed him all the time learn about weird shit about india there's a girl from uh israel in my little room there was a chick from russia there's a dude from mexico who just went through a japanese guy like just all kinds of people and they're all just you know it's all it's all cool so it's like weird to me that the guy doesn't just admit what it is you know at the outset but maybe it makes sense from like a slumlordy perspective that he would rather risk having some people bulk because there has been uh, there's been at least one person so far that they showed up they saw what it was and they immediately left but maybe it really is like better for him for that to happen once in a while instead of if he was more open about the, the how it is like i probably wouldn't have booked it maybe he loses more people if he's honest you know so yeah. it's, it's certainly it's like a gray area it's a little bit scummy but on the other hand now that i'm there it's actually kind of fine i don't mind it <laughs> yeah. so how many people like how, how big would it be would it be as big as our house oh are you fucking kidding <laughs> It's because like our downstairs? It's like one quarter of our downstairs. Oh, and how many people are there? <laughs> maybe, maybe half. I don't know. It's hard to say because it's split into two floors, but it's very small. Like, it's just it's just a little apartment, like a little two-bedroom apartment split into two levels, and there's ten people. Holy. <laughs> so, so really the only big problem is that there's only one washroom. It would really help if there was a second one. Like, there's been a few times where I've woken up in the morning, and uh, and that there's like a mall that's like a two minute walk away. I just go to the mall to go to the bathroom because I'm like, fuck this, like I can't wait for nine people to all get ready to go to work and shit. So really what kind of has been working for me, because everybody there, like there is kind of a nice energy to it because everybody's like a student or, or they work or whatever. A lot of people that are like, that's why there's a lot of like foreign people is like they're new to Canada and they just need a cheap place to stay. And I think in those cases too, it's like kind of good for them it's like a little support network, you know? Like, there's all these other people in the house that are also, you know, can help them out with stuff and whatever. They're not just on their own. But, uh, so usually I try to get in kind of late. You know, I wait till like 10 or 11 at night to get in because then the lights are already off. Everybody's asleep. I can just go creep into my little bed in the corner and not, you know, not have to rub up against everybody and like, not to, not as much friction of all sharing the space. And then at the same time in the morning, it's better if I sleep in until like 10 o'clock because then everybody else has gotten up and already had a shower and gotten out of there. So as long as I can stay off of their pattern, 
it's extra not a problem. But but when it is a problem, it's a huge problem. <laughs> it's like it's like I got a shit, man. What the fuck? Like what am I supposed to do? Put on my coat and go down the road. Yeah, but it's so cheap. I mean, it's like I don't know, 15 or 16 dollars a day, which is unbelievable. You know, it's like half price for this fucking city, and it has like a washing machine and dryer in the place. Like it's got everything you need. Uh, I guess the kitchen is probably a little tough. You know, the, the, the one fridge with that many people. But I never use kitchens anyway. So. Uh, so yeah, it's a weird thing where it's like I don't think I would have chosen it necessarily. The guy was probably right to be a little dodgy about it. But now that I'm there, I'm like, yeah, this is actually kind of fun. <laughs> it's different, you know? And it's always just, I always like that. It's just, I don't know, for some reason it just makes me, I, I feel good to, to like experiment with like how much do you really need, you know? <laughs> like how much do you need in life? Do you really need this? Do you really need that? So I mean, this is at the point where it's like, do you really need your own room? <laughs> and I was even kind of thinking that like in the last place I was at in Vancouver where it's just like a suburban house in White Rock, just a huge bedroom like a, and a gigantic, you know, king-size bed and I do remember kind of looking around and thinking like there's a lot of dead space in this room that I never use (laughs) like I wouldn't choose to pack it full of people but now that I've kind of fallen into that situation I'm like it's kind of neat I mean, like, if I lived in India or something, this is probably wouldn't be that weird. This could, I don't this know. Is... If you lived in India, they, you'd probably be feeling you were quite spacious. Or Japan, <laughs> yeah. where they say, you know, they've got those little pull-out beds, like bureau drawers, and you sleep in a bureau drawer. Yeah, well, and even the first place I stayed in Japan was kind of like that, like just my own little, like, box that I climbed into. I guess the difference is, like, in Japan, it was nice because it was its own little, like, box, you know, and you could pull the curtain and you're, you're blocked off. And, uh... Like, I think a big difference here with this place is I am in the corner and there's this big divider like that he put up between the beds really does make a big difference because just, just not being able to visually see other people really does help. And uh, and my bed, since it's at the end of the room, it's not, no one ever has to walk past it, you know, to go anywhere. Like, I really do kind of think everyone else in the house has a worse spot than me. Like, mine is the most just kind of off in its own little corner. But is yours like a bunk bed? Like, is there somebody who's no, mine's on just top a, of you? Just a normal bed, yeah. So, oh, you, oh, you, oh, you, so you do have like your own little section. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's really not, uh, it's not that bad, especially if I just. St- it's a little weird. That's, I guess, what was a little tough to get used to is, is just this staying. I don't have to do it, obviously. This staying out until ten at night or eleven at night thing. But it is a little weird. It's like not my normal rhythm. We're usually around, you know, eight or eight o'clock, say. I'm like, all right, day's winding down. Let's just go back to my room and whatever, chill out. So now just that extra like three hours of like, I don't know, I guess I'll jump back on the subway and go to a Tim Hortons somewhere. Like, I don't know, that that's a little weird where it is like, all right, I'm ready for this day to be done, but I'm just gonna not go home yet. Because <laughs> it really is like, that's what's like, it really does feel just better if I go in late like when everybody's already asleep because if I the couple of days that I've just been exhausted and I go back early then it's like weird like it kind of brings back memories of like being a kid and going to Yoho Lake like going to camp or whatever like everybody's brushing their teeth and getting ready for bed and it's like this is pretty weird I'm 40 years old (laughs) Like, like what the hell is this but I mean that's what's kind of fun about it too is it sort of feels like I'm in Thailand or I'm in some weird place because it's just all these people with weird accents that are 
are all packed in and it does feel it has that sort of feel of travel even though i'm just in boring old toronto <laughs> so so it's kind of it's like 50 50. i don't love it but i don't hate it and it's so cheap that that i'm like fine heck i'll go with this because i also get the sense just again from seeing like the the people that bailed out on it right away and the guy really doesn't want to get bad reviews, even though he's almost setting himself up for it. Like, I, I think he would he would release me with no problems if I, you know, didn't like it. But, uh, but yeah, it's really not so bad. But I uh, guess what I was thinking about, too, with that, where I thought I'd ask you about, is, uh, is I was thinking, like, I guess it's probably, it was probably kind of like that on some level for you growing up, right? With your six zillion brothers and sisters? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, we didn't know six zillion, but yeah, yeah, we all had to, we all shared. Like when we lived in Marysville, for example, I've often thought, when I think about our house here that we live in, I've thought, man, that would be would have been a great house for our family to live in. I have rooms that everybody would have had, two people to a room. Right. There's enough rooms in this house here that everybody could have had. If you'd brought in the third floor, everybody could have had two people to a room. Now, you take that, that and convert it to our house in Marysville where we had... It was a three-bedroom house, period. Our parents slept in the dining room, what would have been the dining room downstairs, upstairs. We had, Bill and Colin had a room. We, all we girls, slept in one room that would be about the size of, geez, it probably was, uh, I wrote the size of the room I'm in right now. The size of the living room that you stayed in last year. And so how many, was that four at the time or five? Six. Six, okay. <laughs> Six of us, because the baby, would have slept with mom and dad. Right. Okay, down in their bedroom. They had a cell with the baby. So there would be six girls all there. We had a double bunk bed that had a double-sized bunk bed that had so four people slept there. Somebody slept in another bed there, so that'd be five. Um, and I guess we must have had like a six, a cot or something for the sixth one. But anyway, yep, that's... Uh, that's, uh, so all six girls slept together, and, and Chris and Pat, they had a room together. But all the girls were in one room, one big room. That's from the time I was a little kid until I was about, uh, oh, I was probably about 14. Yes, so. And then, uh, then Liz and I got a room together when I was 15 in high school. Bill had moved away, and Colin had moved away, too, so we took their bedroom. So we had... That, that was the first time I'd ever had just sharing with two people <laughs> must have been luxurious <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking about that and I'm like yeah my little uh, whatever this is going to be two and a half months little sojourn into being in a crowded house thing is certainly like I, yeah like what do I have to tell you, <laughs> you know? like I got nothing compared to what you, you had yeah no, we, uh, we all bunked in together and I mean, I could see it too, where it must be weird, where just like mainly, yeah, like how I I'm doing it here is just to just to stay away all day, you know, and and that's easy in a big city. Like there's so many public places, I can just go to a hundred different libraries or just coffee shops or here at the mall or whatever. But Marysville, what the hell? There's no nothing in Marysville <laughs> in no. the winter too. Like you really are kind of just stuck in that house. And, uh, I mean, you were a kid. Like, where could you go anyway? Yeah. You weren't supposed to be roaming around the streets half the night and taking buses all over the place. Cops would have picked you up and brought you home because there was a rule in Fredericton. Um, I don't know what it was like in Marysville because I never was out that late. 
But in Fredericton, after 10 o'clock, there was, used to be a big siren that went off, and anybody who was under 16 had better get the hell off the streets and get home, or the police would come and take you home. Yeah, yeah I could see that getting real old real fast. I mean, I guess you just get used to it. You got no choice. But I'm thinking even just like the number of fights me and Mark got into. Like, I can't imagine it. If there was 10 more kids, <laughs> you know, it would be like a battle royal. Yeah, yeah there were, well, it was a fair amount of fighting and no privacy. Right. There was no privacy at all, and I figured that's part of the reason why I really am not all that fond of being around people for a prolonged period of time. Right. Like, I like having my own space. People say, oh, what are you going to have that great big house for? Because I like this big house. I like all this room. Yeah, like even now, uh, even like when I am at that little place or whatever, like just even just modern technology makes it easier. I can just put in my little headphones and just watch a movie on my phone and just, you know, zone out and be in my own little world. But I mean, yeah, that was like pre, pre-headphones even back then, really, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Man. And even when I went to, uh, when I was in university and I stayed in the residence for the first couple of years, and I, I didn't mind it, you know? I guess it was because I went from this overcrowded place to a room that I shared with one other person. But years later, I went to a reunion thing at St. Thomas University, and I went into one of those rooms that I would and I said, oh my God, I lived in here for two years? Yeah. <laughs> Like a God, little, like a jail cell. Tiny little place. <laughs> yeah, like Jesus. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of what I would have done if I was in your situation. Like, all I can imagine is a lot of reading. But even still, like, again, if you don't have headphones, you can just put on, at least put on music or something. Like, you're still kind of, you still just got to deal with the, the cacophony of the house. Like, yeah, it sounds like a little tough. Yeah. And then the roommate has to come. Well, I mean, when you're at university, though, you're thinking you're there by yourself. Your roommate has to come in and always wanted to chat. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm amazed, too, at just how... how the tiniest amount of noise. I mean, I guess I'm a little extra noise sensitive, but like even if I've just got my, you know, I'm in my little corner of the room and it's all dark and I got my like laptop open, but even just the little sound of like clicking the mouse thing, the little mouse button or whatever, it's like, I don't know, that seems awful loud. (laughs) But uh, the one thing that does suck too, so the guy that uh, runs the property, he's the, he's like, I think he's just like 50 or so, and he's the guy from India. He snores like crazy bad which I'm upstairs so I can't really hear him, but there are like beds right next to him. And I'm like, dude, I don't know how those people fucking deal with that. I guess other people can just sleep through noise better than me. But uh, but I did figure out one weird thing. So there was one night where somebody had inadvertently like locked the door to the room that I was supposed to be in and I didn't get in until like three in the morning. So I just was like, I don't know what to do here. Like, fuck, like everyone's asleep and the door's locked. But one of those beds down in the bottom floor was free. So I was just like, well, fuck it. I mean, there's no one in that, in the downstairs bunk bed. I'll just climb up into that. But that's right next to the snoring guy who was snoring super loud. But I got this little, speaking of like, you know, phones and headphones and stuff, I just put on in my headphones and I've just got this little uh, MP3 that's half an hour of rain noises, of just the sound of rain falling and some like distant bells. And I basically put that on put in my headphones and I turned it up really loud so it just sounded like really loud rain and just somewhere deep in the distance of the rain was a snoring guy (laughs) and it really worked I was like hey that works yeah I I fell asleep way better I mean it wasn't the greatest sleep of my life but way better than trying to sleep through just snoring (laughs) oh yeah because the trouble with snoring is that 
it will it, it's so loud but it, it, it's regular to a point but then it's got yeah and then that really is disturbing because you're kind of maybe kind of getting the rhythm of the and then all of a sudden it <laughs> that's creepy too because that's like uh like now that they've learned more about that, like Ray has that. It's like sleep apnea, where yeah, sleep apnea. Yeah. yeah, where you just like you're literally uh, stop like, breathing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like he had to get one of those CPAP machines and stuff, which apparently does clear it right up. Which that's a good thing, because like, yeah, like how creepy is that? That's like there's nothing you can really do about it. You're asleep, but your body is just like suffocating over and over. <laughs> that's messed up. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, that's all I really have going on is I just did this weird little place that's, uh... But again, it's like, so... Now that I've done it, now that I'm here, if, like, this place is still here next time I come to Toronto, like, hey, maybe. It's so cheap. (laughs) You know, maybe. Yeah, well... Like, I'm definitely glad that the option is there, you know? Like, that's where it's, like... It's a little weird that the guy doesn't just admit what it is because I do think it's, like, a valuable service. Like, in a town like this where... There's just no cheap option, really. Pretty much no matter what you do, it's always expensive. But then this one guy is just like... Because I guess I'm trying to think of, like, if he did it kind of more normally, I guess each of those rooms would just be one person. And usually it's about $30 a day in Toronto. So instead, he's charging $15 a day, but squeezing in three or four people. So he is coming out on top (laughs) in the end. Yeah. Oh, he's definitely in there for the buckaroos. Yeah, but again, it too, really, I, I, I mean, I, I say I got lucky. I guess it's not necessarily that I got lucky. It's, I think, maybe the the picture of my little cot did look extra enticing because it's the one in the corner kind of off by itself. Like, it really is the best one because downstairs is that snoring guy, and the other room is just three beds you know, against the three walls, like there's no divider. You're just It's like a dorm. Yeah, and that that I would never I wouldn't do that. <laughs> like having just that, that wall, that little divider thing, so you you know, you feel like you're in your own tiny little room. It goes a long way. So is it just a bed or is there a bureau or No, just a bed. <laughs> Which just a that's, bed. That's the thing too, is like I really am set up for this with my just my one little book bag of stuff and so I just you know whatever little extra stuff I've got I just keep it at the foot of my bed or whatever but every other person here you know they're all in the same approximate boat as me they're all just weird little traveling whatever or just got to Canada or whatever they're doing but everybody's got like a second huge briefcase or whatever and like all this crap that they've crammed into a closet and all this stuff and and uh, I've even noticed lately I see a lot of homeless people that have more stuff than me. <laughs> and I just find that really weird. Like, I'd want to do, like, a hoarder's thing on homeless guys. Like, what is in this shopping cart? Do you really need all this shit? <laughs> like, like, sometimes you get, like, the, uh, you know, like, homeless guys in their 20s that aren't really homeless. They're just, like, urban homeless. So those guys will have, like, little tents and blankets and stuff and I'm like alright that's fine but the homeless homeless they don't have shit I don't know what it's just a bunch of garbage but I guess they just feel like they're doing something with their day if they truck that shit all around (laughs) but I find it so weird it's like how do homeless people have more stuff than me it's just very strange I mean it's like psychologically it's like yeah people just can't stand not having stuff (laughs) yeah well we're, we're a culture of things we've all got stuff too much stuff but yeah, no, so yeah, that is the thing too, is I'm definitely, yeah, it works out well in this case that, uh, and also that I, 
I'm living cheap, but but I don't have to necessarily like that I can just go eat food out of the house and I don't have to deal with that. But that's the thing too is like I'm still like like uh, like people have kind of commented who like I kind of like in a way that there's people there just when I leave in the morning and just say hey how you doing have a little chat learn some weird shit about wherever these people are from or whatever. But but everybody else is way more. I mean I guess they're probably just from more communal countries and, and societies and shit like they're always hanging out in the house and hanging out in the kitchen and just hanging out talking or drinking and doing stuff and I'm just like nope see you later <laughs> see you in 12 hours from now <laughs> like, <laughs> or uh, this one girl who just moved in who uh, I can't remember where she's from somewhere out west I think and she just kind of found like a corner of the room or of the place kind of like as you go up the stairs she just kind of sits at the top of the stairs because it's you know it's a little space where it's easy to get around her and she just sits there on her laptop and does work and shit all day. And it's like, I don't know, like, there's a library five minutes away. Great big beautiful library. Why why hang out there? But like, it's like, I guess people are like homebodies. Like even when their home is this ludicrously packed place. <laughs> they just like to stay home. I don't know, it's weird. So anyway, yeah, I am definitely set up well for it. That uh, I would be gone all day anyway. So it's just a little extra incentive to like... Let's really get the hell out of here and go do something else with the day. Well, like the other day, so one of the there's like the the dude from India, the chick from from BC, and this one other guy. They were just sitting in the kitchen and they were I don't know drinking wine or something one afternoon and and they started asking about birthdays. They're like, when when's your birthday? And I was like, oh, it just passed. Like, well, we should we should celebrate it anyway. Like, what are you doing next weekend? And trying to make all these plans of like, let's get some beer, let's have a birthday party. And I'm just like, like this place is already so claustrophobic and so packed and like. I just can't imagine sitting around drinking and chatting with them in this tiny little house and then my only escape is to go up to my tiny little cot in the tiny little room upstairs. Like how do you, I, I gotta get, I gotta be outside all day <laughs> to make this all right. But they love it, they just love hanging out there. I don't know. Well, you're just not uh, that much of a social animal. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely no question there. Definitely an introvert because it wears me up fast. And like, again, it's interesting, like all the little, I've just learned little tidbits from people, just weird shit too. Like, so the guy from India, this is something I never thought about and I really don't think it's really applicable to reality that much, but it's an interesting thing I never thought of, is uh, he was saying how because everybody in North America, you know how we like pick up dog crap, you're not allowed to leave it anymore. So like everybody picks up after their dogs and everything's all herbicided and stuff and like, so even like animal pee and stuff, it just doesn't, basically it was his, his way kind of of saying that India is full of dog crap and smells like pee all the time. But he was saying that's how you don't have to have your animals on a leash because they won't get lost. Like they can find their way home because they <laughs> have the scent trail everywhere. Where here, every animal's scent trail is just, is obliterated. Cleaned up before it can, yeah. Yeah, and I'm well. like, that, that's an interesting point. I never would have thought of like, who cares? But, <laughs> but it is interesting. <laughs> so yeah, that's a good example. Like that's the level of like, to me, that's a fun five minute conversation. And then, all right, see ya, see ya in 12 hours. But yeah, I don't want to just sit around all day <laughs> and just have more of those. Now I get you. It's like when the, it's like when Neil and his buddy sit down in the kitchen down at the office and they're watching movies. But they do it's like they do this almost every night. Yeah. And it's the same chat, like same stuff. Like you can only tell so many stories. Like I know all those stories inside out. 
just because I'm inside working. And, uh, I mean, I go out and have a drink with them occasionally, but I couldn't do that every night. Yeah, every once in a while, I, I, every once in a while I get a text from Dan if he's been down there drinking with them, where he's just like, ah, oh, man, these guys, they're so funny. <laughs> it's just like, no, they're not. <laughs> no, no, they're not. I mean, I mean you can t- in small doses, they're fine. Yeah. But every night. Because, yeah, it's actually, it's a very similar feeling, because I get that a lot, too, when I'm back home visiting. It's like, where are you? Why aren't you hanging out here more? Come on down, hang out, watch a movie with us. And it's like, you know, I'll just, I'll hang out for ten minutes. That's fine. <laughs> but, yeah, like, it wears out a little fast. And the other thing is, like, they'll tell, like, they'll tell a tale as if, as if it's brand new and, and it just happened. But it didn't. It's a story that they happened 20 years ago. It's the same story. <laughs> and he told again and again and again. <laughs> and they'll all be down there laughing and chuckling and shorting about it. And I'm thinking to myself, man, like, I heard this story about 500 times. Well, uh, one thing, too, I find a lot, especially with, uh, yeah, that gang hanging out in Fredericton, is if you wait for the natural pause in the conversation to say your thing you wanted to say, you're going to wait forever. (laughs) And I just, like, it's just not, I'm not invested enough to butt in. So I just end up standing there for a long time, and I'm like, all right, that's enough. (laughs) I'm going to get out of here. They're not, like, natural conversationalists. They just, you know. They get drunk no, they usually all talk it just about themselves. <laughs> yeah, they just yeah, have some drinks and bulldoze each other with, <laughs> verbally. <laughs> yeah. Verbal diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing that is kind of neat, too, about this thing also is, uh, I mean, it's kind of a good, it's neat to do a little test run of this. Like, I always, on Airbnb, I always uh, click the little button that says private room. Like, I never look for places like this. But... Japan was the first time that I tried it just because I wanted it to be cheaper and I just never unchecked the box which is also how this happened in Toronto like it started adding things in you know that I normally wouldn't they wouldn't show up in my listing so it's nice to kind of test it in Toronto and see that it's no big deal because yeah maybe in the future because there are some places that are so expensive like Amsterdam was a kick in the dick it's so expensive but but now seeing that stuff like this is kind of no big deal and also there's like kind of like the the getting old fallacy or whatever where i just just assume for no reason not that i've got uh, that much experience with this stuff but i just assume i'm too old you know i'm like ah geez i just turned 40 like everybody who does this kind of weird communal life they're gonna be like 22 you know like this this isn't for me but now that i'm at this place in toronto like yeah there's some people in their 20s but there's like a bunch of them that are relatively close to my age. If it's like a couple people that are older, it's like, yeah, it's actually, actually doesn't matter at all. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because it probably isn't the, um, it isn't age. It's the personality. Yeah, kind like of person. demeanor or whatever. Yeah, because even yeah. though even though I'm kind of being uh, Johnny non, no, no hangout or whatever, but I but I definitely don't have like the uh, I'm a I'm a fancy adult vibe. <laughs> you know? So yeah, that's kind of good. Just to, just to, it's like to add that card to the deck type of thing. That uh, if I am traveling around and this is the better, the cheaper option, then fuck it. Yeah, why not? Like, cause yeah, really, how much, how much room and how much space do I need, really? <laughs> you know, I really well, do just need Well, and there's no question, you are a real minimalist. Right. Yeah, cause like yeah, really, I just need a just need a bed. You know, that's it. So. <laughs> a bed in a bag. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Although there have been some days like where uh, 
I mean, it is it is a little inflexible just because you're kind of on everyone else's pattern, which I guess you, you know, again, with like the house you grew up in, I'm sure that's how it was there too. Where if there is a day where like I was out drinking with some people or something and I get home late and then I just, for whatever reason, I can't sleep in that well. So there have been some times where I take advantage of this, uh, this subway pass and I just ride the subway all the way to the end for no reason, just to like take a little nap. Because <laughs> you can't really, you can't just take a nap anywhere really you just you know you'll get roused by someone or like hey you're not supposed to sleep here unless you're on the subway on the subway it's fine because they just think you're going somewhere even if you're like i literally the other day i went all the way out to like the subway that goes to the airport just rode it out to the airport stop and just rode it back <laughs> you know <laughs> and just got a got a quick little cat nap in well, that's the beauty of having a, a path, too. Yeah. Yeah, or if it's raining and shit, or, and, you know, later at night, it's like there's not really that much open. It's like, like, I literally, sometimes I just hop on the subway and I just read a book for 40 minutes on the subway. <laughs> so, yeah, because it's, because, again, it, like, it's, like, kind of, it's still just sitting. I'm just sitting in a little chair. It just happens to be moving. Like, it's not anything different than what I would have done at home. <laughs> so, fuck it. But yeah, anyway, uh, this mall, I don't even know what time this mall closes, but I suppose uh, I'm glad uh, this seems like this worked out. The sound is okay. It's not that loud. So, hey, I found a phone. <laughs> so that's another yeah, bonus. I can hear a little click in the phone line every occasionally, but that's... Yeah, I can hear that too. I'm not sure what that is, but cool. So yeah, I guess if, uh, if anything else exciting happens, I'll let you know. <laughs> but just, okay. just kind of whiling away the days in Toronto. Just, just, you know, I mean, it's nice to see people and stuff, but... But that's it. As a city, it's uh, it's pretty pretty boring place. <laughs> well, you get another six weeks, then you can come to boring old New Brunswick. Yeah, it's true. Freeze my balls off. Oh, that's one thing the India guy keeps bringing up is about how you know Toronto is obviously expensive. So he, I don't know, he heard something from one of his friends about moving to the Maritimes. So he's always asking me about it, like oh, blah blah blah, the Maritimes. And uh, and I always just keep saying like you just you you don't know how cold it is. You really don't. And this other Indian guy who uh, is in the house who has been there, he's like, yeah, this guy's not kidding. It's so cold. Like you're gonna like. Don't just move there. Like, go visit. Go see what it's like. <laughs> because it's, like, especially a guy from India, it's like, and move into Toronto, which is pretty mild. Like, he just literally doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> you know what they don't get, though? See, they're thinking in terms of temperature. Really, temperature-wise, it's not, it's not much different than, right. than what it is if you're away. It's the dampness. That's what you need to kind of impress upon the guy. Like, it's not just cold. And it's the wind. It's damp cold that goes right to your bones. And, and on top of that, it is colder, too. <laughs> Maybe not a ton, well, but okay. it is. So, yeah, it's all of those things. It's all three. It's, it is literally colder. It's got the wind and the, the damp, cold, yeah, And, and it's damp, yeah. That damp, that chill. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you got your black coat is still here. Oh, good. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Yeah, I haven't quite bought a new coat yet in this in Toronto because there's been a, a couple of really cold days where I almost did but I'm still going to try to I'll just buy something cheap from Value Village you know just to just to make it <laughs> through December yeah no I kept your coat because I figured it, it's a real good coat and it's figure you need it when you get here yeah, the weather is really weird here where, like, yeah, there was a two or three days that were, like, I just legitimately don't own enough clothing. Like, I had all of my thermal shirts and my, like, everything I own on, and it was still too cold. But today it was so warm that uh, 
I found this weird little undeveloped patch of land out here in Scarborough that I was like cutting through, but there was a stream in the middle of it and I thought I was stuck. I was like, uh, this is like, I don't think I can get across this stream. There's some rocks and stuff, but not enough. But then I realized like I can just Huckleberry Finn it, you know, just take off my shoes, fucking roll up my pants and I just walked through the stream and it was really cold, but you know, whatever. And like, I didn't, it's not like frostbite <laughs> hypothermia cold. So uh, yeah, the weather's still pretty good out here. Yeah, well, it's not, it's not bad here. Uh, it's not bad, cold in the night, but it's not, it's not that bad yet. But by December it will be. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, I always pick the best times, the best times to come. But I mean, in a way, it's a, I mean, I guess I kind of like going back in the winter because at least it's sort of picturesque and, you know, Christmassy or whatever, because going back in the summer is also kind of shitty in its own way, <laughs> where it's just so hot. We had a very nice summer here, though, this year. Oh, and we had a nice autumn. Um, but it's uh, starting to chill down now, but it's, it's still pretty good. And they say we're hopefully not going to have a winter like last winter with all the heavy snow and stuff. Cool. Well, fingers crossed. All right, so yeah, I'll let you go. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I might call again while I'm here in Toronto, but probably not unless something something exciting happens. <laughs> well, if you do, send me an email so you can be sure I'm home, okay? Sounds, sounds good. All righty. Okay, have a good night. Take care <laughs> in your little cubicle. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye.